0: This is WSFI Spotlight, a conversation with Catholics living in the light.
1: Welcome to WSFI. Today we have a wonderful guest, and by the way, I am Mark Curran, and I'm joined by Father Juan Velez, priest of the Opus Dei. And Father Juan is my spiritual director as well. So it's really an honor for me to be able to ask him questions. Usually when I see him, it begins with him asking me questions. And so we're flipping the table today. Father Juan is also an MD. He he was a doctor of internal medicine. He walked away from the practice of medicine to be an Opus Dei priest. He's a very bright guy. He's a wonderful spiritual director, and he has a great passion for John Henry Newman, and that's who we are talking about here today. His most recent book, Holiness in a Secular Age, The Witness of Cardinal Newman, Father Juan Velez. That's available through Scepter, that's spelled S-C-E-P-T-E-R, publishers.org, and you can order it or you can through their uh, website, or you can call the number 800-322-8773 to order your copy, and I strongly recommend that you do.
2: Thank you, Mark. Good morning to you and to everybody who's listening. I'm glad to be with you today in WSFI.
1: Father Juan, I'd like to begin by your telling us who John Henry Newman was and why is he important for us today in 2017. Great. Sure. Well, John Henry
2: Newman was a an Anglican born in London in 1801, and he lived until 1890, so he lived a, a long life. And John Henry Newman studied in, in London first, and then at Oxford, at Oxford University. And when he was a, a, a young professor there, he became Roman Catholic. Later on, he became a Roman Catholic priest and wrote many books. Later on, he and he started the, the uh, oratory in England. The oratory founded centuries before by St. Philip Neri. At the end of his life, he became a cardinal. He was made a cardinal by Pope uh, Leo XIII. And and John Henry Newman has a lot to teach us uh, today in our world. One of the reasons is when, when he lived in England, England was going through the Industrial Revolution with a growth in material wealth and also in the beginning of uh, of widespread agnosticism so those are things that we see in our in our country too so much technology so much material wealth although there's poverty of course and uh, growing agnosticism and even atheism. So, Newman wrote about those things. He had to face those uh, those problems and to help people, and he has a lot to help us with these things and other, and other things.
1: So, Father, you wrote a book before on John Henry Newman, Pursuit of Truth. I read that book. It was an excellent book, a beautiful read. You, you have a very nice writing style, very simple language, and as you say, John Henry Newman is inspiring. He was an Anglican leader, and despite the persecution that he knew would be coming he walked away from the anglican church to become a catholic later a catholic priest and later a cardinal and the persecution sure did come but his commitment was to truth and the truth lied in the catholic faith
2: right yeah
1: so when we think about that and john henry newman and you're having written one book and being the brilliant scholar that you are why did you take the time to write a second book sure Well, the the first book is Passion for
2: Truth, as you were saying, The Life of John Henry Newman. That was published by TAN Publishers. And I I thought there was need for a, a second book. A lot of other people have written many good books about Cardinal Newman, but a second book which was shorter and which dealt with specific contributions by Newman in short chapters. So what he has to tell us about friendship, what he has to tell us about holiness, about the moral life, about reading the scriptures... What he has to tell us about each one's vocation to marriage or to whatever our, our, our Lord is calling them to, what he has to say to us about the the, uh, the Catholic Church as the as the Church founded by Jesus Christ, or devotion to Mary. So I wanted a book with shorter chapters and that could help many people, and especially young young men and women, and especially college students who are who are thinking about all these things and they're given many times the wrong answers or or they're drawn to, to material success primarily or, or pleasure, and, and they're, they're missing out on God's call to holiness,
1: on God's plan for their lives. And Father, holiness is a word that you use in describing John Henry Newman quite frequently. And what is it about holiness? Why is holiness so important for us as Catholics and us those of us that are committed to pursuing truth?
2: Yes. Well, Mark, the, the title of Holiness in a Secular Age... The witness of Cardinal Newman I- I- is important because it sums up Newman's Newman's teaching, or that we should aspire to holiness. And I have to say, a little parenthesis that the folks at Scepter Publishers, they John Powers uh, and the publisher Robert Singerline, and they and and Meredith Koopman, the editor, they encouraged me to begin the title of the book by with the words holiness in a secular age, so I, so I thank them. And, but w- w- it's very important because uh, for Newman, holiness meant living as a son, a daughter of God. It meant obeying God. Uh, it meant uh, taking God seriously. So many people uh, think of religion, as you know, of going to mass on Sunday or going to church on Sunday, and they forget that God wants to be and is part of our everyday lives and that God has a special plan for each one of us, and that God is helping us throughout the day, throughout the week. So uh, for Newman, holiness, this idea that God wants us to live as his children and live to the full, to take God seriously, was really the thread of his teaching, of all his, his sermons, his preaching, his counsel that he gave to people, and I would say his books, even even those that were academic.
1: And, Father, would you tell Catholics out there that they are, primary pursuit in life should be to grow in holiness? Oh, d- d- definitely, definitely. And that that's um, what the Church teaches us,
2: the Catholic Church teaches us, and the saints have taught us. Uh, we-, we think of St. Philip Neri, who inspired Newman in the 16th century. He lived in Rome. We think of St. Francis de Sales, who wrote that important book, Introduction to the Devout Life in the 17th century. A- and we think of modern-day saints like St. Saint Josemaria Escrivá. Uh, the founder of Opus Dei, they teach us that holiness is uh, the most important thing that we should pursue in our lives. And let, let me go back to your question about what that holiness is. Well, well that holiness uh, consists in when we wake up saying a morning offering, offering our day to God, uh, telling God that we, we want to take him with us throughout the day to school or to work. It means, uh, as, as you do here at the radio station to, or you promote, to say the Angelus, that short prayer to the Virgin Mary at noon. It means uh, on the way to work or, or at home with the family saying the rosary. It means, for Newman, it meant reading the scriptures every day, reading the, the Bible every day to see what to see what God wants to tell us. And so he, the important thing that we should seek in our lives, to seek to, to love God with all our heart, with all our mind, with all our strength, and and that's in the tradition of all the
1: saints in in our Catholic faith. And so by growing in holiness, we grow closer to God. And so it's really circular, isn't it, Father, that we want to be closer to God, well, then we have to grow in holiness. Yes, yes. And and ultimately, we're never flat, are we? We're either growing closer to God or we're distancing ourselves from God. Sure, sure. And and that's why, and, and,
2: and because many things pull us away and because we we get discouraged, and also, uh, we need that constant uh, effort to turn to God. N- Newman said, I- in, in one of his first homilies, called Holiness Necessary for Future Blessedness, Holiness Necessary for Heaven, he said that that uh, no, uh, no one becomes holy in a short time, that holiness is the work of, of a lifetime, it's a work of re- uh, the, the effect of a patient, repeated acts. Acts of obedience, acts of virtue, and and so that it's a uh, it's a whole lifetime of work.
1: So, Father, you know we'll be going to a break in a second, but one of the things I want to ask you about is, as you said, it's the work of a lifetime, and we're gonna we believe that we're gonna owe an accounting to God at the end of our life. So, you know that's why I think Christ says, "Don't worry about the children." I I I'll, I have them is because they had a short period on earth, God's uh, expectations as to what they did are, are going to be far less. Whereas us, the, you know, I'm in my 50s, you know, I, I better have really done my best to grow in holiness. And in order to do so, that needs to be the question that I wake up with every morning.
2: Definitely. God wants to change our hearts. And, and when we pray, when we do good works, he changes our hearts. He makes our hearts open to his plan. And it's a daily thing. Every day we have to reach out to God in prayer and, and do good works, and He changes our hearts.
1: And this and so, is a lifetime, a lifetime of work. Absolutely. So one of the things that I want to ask you to, you know, when we come back from break is if our primary objective with the time we have on earth is to grow in holiness, how does reading this book help us to accomplish that objective of growing in holiness? Good. well
2: well maybe maybe we could tackle that in a moment but i think it means um, it means thinking that it's in our daily life that where we meet god saint jose maria scriva would also explain that it's not in some only in the church or in some special day in our lives but it's in the in day in and day out by by raising our hearts to god by doing
1: Following his commandments, following his teachings. So, Father, we're going to go to break now, and when we get back, we'll hit these issues further.
3: Hi, this is Wes Riccio
0: from the Holy Family Catholic Bookstore in Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin. Holy Family has a great selection of Advent wreaths, calendars, and devotionals to help you prepare for the coming of the Lord. And this Christmas, why not consider a gift of faith for your friends and loved ones. Whether you are shopping for a child or adult, Holy Family has the perfect gift from cradle metals to clinging crosses, baby Bibles to study Bibles, sacred jewelry to sacred art, Holy Family has it all. For 22 years, the Holy Family Catholic Bookstore has served as a resource for the faithful in Northeast Illinois and Southeast Wisconsin. Let us help you give the gift of faith. Our historic 164-year-old building is located at 9249 Old Green Bay Road, Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin, just two miles north of the state line. More information is available on Facebook.
2: Hello, I am Bishop Alberto Rojas, one of the auxiliary bishops in Chicago. Anything that has to do to bring in the message of salvation, bring in the message of Jesus in any way, but especially through the radio, through the media today, as we advance how media has evolved so fast, not only through the radio, but through all kinds of ways, especially with the computers and phones. And this is unbelievable. I think it's very important that we use these means of communication
3: to also bring the message of salvation, the message of Jesus through the world.
1: Welcome back to WSFI 88.5 FM, Libertyville. And once again, I am joined by Father Juan Velez in his new book, Holiness in a Secular Age, The Witness of Cardinal Newman. And this is available through Scepter Publishers, and Scepter is spelled S-C-E-P-T-E-R. And that also, you can order it, at their website online or you can call 800-322-8773. This is wonderful. I'm looking at what Scott Hahn said about the book and he talks about um, your first book, Passion for Truth, and and how you brought the reader into uh, Newman's train of thought and that this book even takes it deeper and and, uh, high praise there from Scott Hahn and Reverend James Conley. So I, I think that People out there should be excited about this book. So, Father, one when we went to break, you were you were suggesting that one thing that we we might want to start this portion by is, is a, a poem. G- great, Mark,
2: thank you. And, and then we can turn back again to what you were saying, how the book can help people. But this is one of the poems that Newman wrote before um, before becoming Catholic. He was returning from a trip from the Mediterranean with a friend who was sick and had gone to 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 be in a better climate. And it's a poem that talks about the Holy Spirit leading us, because the Holy Spirit is the one who effects in us holiness, the one who makes us the way we should be as, as God's children. And it says, he wrote, Lead kindly light amid the encircling gloom, lead thou me on. The night is dark and I am far from home, lead thou me on. Keep thou my feet, I do not ask to see the distant scene, one step enough for me. I was not ever thus, nor prayed that thou shouldst lead me on. I loved to choose and see my path, but now lead thou me on. I loved the garish day, in spite of fears, pride ruled my will, remember not past years. So long thy power hath blessed me, sure it will lead me on, or moor and fen, or crag and torrent, Till the night is gone and with the morn those angel faces smile which i have loved long since and lost a while so here we see mark that he he was referring to the holy spirit lead thou me on and and the night the night which is uh, are the night which we encounter in in our sinfulness the, the night which we encounter in our world in a world that is gone astray from God in a world that teaches hatred, in a world that uh, teaches selfishness. And so he's, he's saying, he's asking the Holy Spirit to lead him and to show him the way, even though at times we, we only see the way right in front of us. We don't see the whole picture, usually.
1: Right. And for John Henry Newman, um, something that played an important role for him, Father, and you discuss this in your book, is uh, scriptures sacraments, and daily prayer. And could you talk about that, what it meant to John Henry Newman?
2: Yes, and in fact, this ties in with your earlier question. So, so one of the chapters of the book is about the Scriptures and the importance Newman gave to the Scriptures. To be, he knew the Scriptures very well, and he explains them in, in his sermons. So that's, that's one, one, uh, one way the book, one of the chapters of the book. And another chapter of the book is on the moral life and uh, how we live, uh, how we, we must pay attention to our conscience, but a conscience that is well formed, formed by the Word of God, formed by the teaching of the Church. So, so, so in fact, in fact, to live, to live a Christian life we need to to know the Bible, we need to read the Bible, to meditate the Bible, and we need to know the Church's teachings. That's why it's so important uh, Catholic radio stations, why it's so important that we read the Catechism of the Church, that we have good spiritual reading. Because we have to inform our conscience. Our conscience doesn't act separately by itself, separate from the truth, as you know. But our our conscience helps us to apply the truths in the different moments of our lives. But we need to, that conscience uh, needs to be formed, well-formed. So anyhow, Newman spoke about that. And I think we were... referring to either in the show or earlier about the importance of the sacraments and and one of them was the sacrament of reconciliation or confession and uh, w- we all we all make mistakes and and we fall and and sometimes we make serious mistakes uh, and commit mortal sins and and we need to to get back to get back up to get back on the horse so to speak uh and and sometimes we we we're just so discouraged can god forgive me and i did it again or or, or is it worth it? Because I'm going to fall again, and and those are all those are all mista- uh, mistaken ways of thinking. When we when we make a mistake, when we fall, we have to get right up on our feet. We have to ask forgiveness to God. We have to ask forgiveness, especially in the sacrament of reconciliation, where we're restored to grace if we've lost grace, and then we begin our, our, our struggle to live a
1: Christian life. Okay, uh, Father. One of the things I wanted to talk to you about in terms of this, we're we're talking about your book, Holiness in a Secular Age, and the witness of Cardinal Newman, and I think that the vast majority of people out there in the listening audience, they would love to read this book. I absolutely believe that because they want to grow in holiness. The problem, I think, for many of us is that, you know, similar to daily mass, it has to be intentional. You know, you don't just, uh, um, go to mass because, uh, it's uh, You turn the TV and there was the mass, you know what I mean? Although you could do that in D- on EWTN, but you're not actually there in person. Right. Spiritual reading, um, you know, you're beat up from a long day at work. You may have children at home. Um, you may have, uh, you know, people want to get a workout in or what have you. And therefore, they want to grow in holiness. They'd love to read the book. It's an awesome read. But how do they make time for it? And why is it important that they make time for it?
2: Sure. Well, and and right before that, so holiness is not something for 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 special people, saints, or or monks or priests. Holiness is for all Christians, for all of us, for all of you who are listening to the the radio program right now. And and it's it's uh, it's the fullness of charity, the fullness of Christian life. But but how do you do that? Well, you 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 have to put some order into your life. You have to you have to establish some priorities. And, 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 you, and you start out and you build up. So you, you, you have to uh, deliberately, like you said, intentionally, set some time aside to, to read the Bible, five minutes, or five or ten minutes to pray, or, or, to, or to stop by a, a church on the way back from home, and to pray a few minutes. And, and, and we have, so we have to put some order into our lives. We have to have uh, a, a, a spiritual plan of life. And it's not that difficult, just like people who who you were saying about a sports workout, they have a routine, or people who play in a sports team, or people who who have some particular hobby, they dedicate some time, so we have to dedicate that time, uh, give priority to what's important, to our spiritual life, and then that has a a tremendous impact on our daily lives, a tremendous impact on the way we relate to other people, those married people to their spouse, uh, parents to their children, employees at the workplace, with their colleagues.
1: And I notice, you know, you're cognizant of the fact the book is less than 200 pages, and it, and it is an easy read. And it, and as you say, the impact in growing in holiness would be uh, substantial. I want to ask you a couple things about uh, John Henry Newman as he applies to the year 2017. He was somebody that faced persecution and walking away from the Anglican Church, and he was somebody that observed the rise of secularism in England, which, you know, it took a while, but it, it came to this country, and we see that rise of secularism. How did he deal with those, and what can we take away?
2: Well, I think I think understanding and, and respect. When, when he became a, uh, Roman Catholic, he, 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 he respected his Anglican brothers and sisters, and he prayed for them. He tried to speak to them. He spoke to them about the, the, the Roman Catholic Church, but with respect. That's an attitude that we... we, we 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 is missing so often in, in in programming in real life and and now we see in uh, what happened in Charlottesville and the racism that we see excessive nationalism, and and instead Newman gives an example of of respect of true tolerance of understanding and I think we have to do that we have to grow in, in those things, and I f- I forget the other y- you mentioned. Um well, in agnosticism, well, I think that he 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 gave a wake up call to people saying, "Wake up, get serious what's what's most important in life what's What's more important than our eternal happiness? what's more important than, than true love for God and, and and the eternal life with God in heaven?
1: Exactly. And so, as far as the future of this country and the future of the Catholic faith, Really, where we need to be is in the high schools and the colleges, the Catholic ones in particular, and the hope would be that, that that's where this book is read, isn't it? Certainly.
2: Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. I, I, I hope and uh, that, that many college students in the Newman Centers, in the universities and colleges throughout the country, can read this book and that, that they could use it as a, for a, 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 as a study guide for a seminar. Because as we began our conversation, or, or somewhere along the line spoke about, Newman has a lot to say to our world with its, with its materialism, with its agnosticism. And, and it's, a, it's a positive message. It's a joyful message of the, the joy, the happiness that comes with, with knowing God, with loving God.
1: Amen. So, Father, one of the things that, um, you know, you're a very purposeful person. So I'm sure that in writing this book, you had a hope as to what the reader would walk away from that, that would be foremost in, in terms of a takeaway and what would that be?
2: Well, uh, put it in different words than I would usually say, it's that true happiness is in God and that true happiness uh, true happiness is called holiness and and that uh, and that that holiness is for all of us in everyday life not just for a special few people and and hopefully that, uh, that we can help others to realize it and to, and to appreciate that
1: in their lives. Exactly. So, you know, John Henry Newman, in terms of um, if you were to pray for his intercession, um, what, what special gifts would, would you say that if or struggles, would you say that we would go to him for?
2: Well, I think w- one thing that could be is to help high school students and college students, realize that, that f- reason and faith go together. That faith and science are not at opposites. There, there's harmony. When, when, when science is true science, good science, is at harmony with faith. And I would hope that that would be one of the things that we could seek Numa's intercession, because we all have friends who are students, and, and they might have doubts of faith or find it difficult. And so Newman can help them to realize that you can be a Catholic and you can be a good professional. You can be a Catholic and you can be a good scientist. Maybe we can talk about that in another program.
1: Yeah, th- that would be wonderful. Father, That's the, our half hour is beginning to wind down, and uh, this has really been inspiring. Um, we thank you for your, yes, Father, you could have made a lot of money practicing medicine, but instead... Uh, you answered the call to be a priest, priest of the Opus Dei. You've answered the call to continue to evangelize by taking your precious time and writing about John Henry Newman. We thank you more than words would ever be able to do so. This has been a very enjoyable half hour. I think that I've been blessed, and I'm sure all the listeners have as well. Father, before we close, could you close us out with your priestly blessing?
2: Certainly, Mark. And I want to thank you before that, and, and Angela here at WSFI, and all those who are listening... For your time and uh, and to pray uh, to our heavenly father that this book and the writings of all the saints can help us to to say yes to the work of the holy spirit so that we can be more like the virgin mary so that we can uh, achieve that holiness uh, that god wants of us and so i i ask uh, our lord to bless those who are listening in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen
1: Amen I'm Mark Curran And it has been my pleasure To interview Father Juan Velez Priest of the prelature of Opus Dei Father Juan Velez is the author of Holiness in a Secular Age The Witness of Cardinal Newman A terrific book that is available Through Scepter Publishers We would encourage all the listeners out there To purchase a copy Once again WSFI 88.5 FM Libertyville
0: This has been WSFI Spotlight For more information on this or any other program Email info at WSFIRadio.org
3: since 1921 the gridiron greats chicago bears and the green bay packers have been battling helmet to helmet yes this rivalry between the bears and the pack is the fiercest and most chronicled in the nfl now's your chance to be a part of it join us on september 12th at 6 p.m for a bears packers history shootout chicago bears owner pat mccaskey takes on john lombardi grandson of vince Try to stump the experts, and perhaps they will stump you, at Holy Rosary Parish, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Admission is $10 a person, $25 for a family, and $5 for a student with ID. Call 224-206-8455 for tickets, or go online at wsfi WSFICatholicRadio.org. That's 224-206-8455, WSFICatholicRadio.org. Proceeds to benefit WSFI Catholic Radio.